Okay, so today's share will be much shorter than usual. So we were discussing the halachas of ovens. So what people typically ask after you deal with their ovens is how do I kosher my warming drawer for Pesach? So I, I am well aware that there are those Pesachim that say just turn on the warming drawer to the highest setting and you're good, relying on the Minchas Yitzchak of Kibbala Kachpolta. However, it is very difficult to rationalize how that is considered a koshering. Koshering has to get to high temperatures. If you're doing Libun, you have to get it to a temperature that's going to burn out the Blios. It has to be at least in the range of 400 degrees. Very difficult to rationalize why that, that would be considered a good koshering. So I do not tell people that that is considered koshering. If someone needs to use their warming drawer, so there are creative ways for someone with a little more experience using perhaps a sterno and or covering certain parts of the warming drawer, and that would be the way to use it on Pesach. So you can reach out to me if you have a tzaruch and you would like to know how to creatively either kosher or cover in a way that you can use it for Pesach. Just one more point from yesterday. Whenever we, we discuss Libun Kal, and you're not doing a full self-cleaning, you're not using a blowtorch, so when you're doing Libun Kal, you have to ensure that everything, you have to make sure that everything is clean. If the pots are not clean, if the oven racks are not clean, then it will not be a good Libun Kal. And if you look at Halacha, there's a discussion regarding rust buildup. However, the Poiskim say that if there's nothing on top of the surface, if everything is just a, if it's just a stain, or a color or a discoloring of the metal of the oven wall, so that is not a problem. However, if there's a layer of something, even if that layer is dry and no longer edible, you have a layer of, of oil on the bottom of the oven or on the, the glass part, the glass door of your oven. So if it's a layer, so then many places can say that it's not going to, the blee is not going to come out. So the a person should get rid of it. However, the, uh, the, the consensus of most of the places is if you can't get it off. So if you would be it, if you put an easy off on, or, or that type of chemical on that item, on that, uh, uh, oil or grease that's on that's on your oven walls, and then you kosher it. Even if you're doing libun kal, you're getting it to 550 degrees. You could rely on the opinions that hold that libun kal is a complete burning out of your oven, especially for chametz. And one can be makele if you if you of course you should try try to get rid of all the grease and anything that you could get rid of. Now for everything else. When it comes to kashring for Pesach, when you're not dealing with an oven, you're not dealing with items that are used directly uh, on the fire, where you people use pots with water, liquid, a liquid medium. So the, in, the, in these situations, you need to do hagala. Hagala is boiling up water. That's, the, that's based on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, kala shiyava b'mayim, taviru b'mayim. So you kashered by, by doing Hagala. So the, if you look in the Rishonim, they clearly say it depends how it's used. If something is used directly on the fire, so in order to kasher it, you have to boil it up with the same uh, level of heat, which we say is mala resicha, which according to the Paiskim, at least the chachila should be 212 degrees. So you wait until your water is boiling. So let's say you, uh, you're kashering a small pot. So you put it into a large pot, your typical Hagala pot, a very large pot, and you kasher by by putting it into the pot while the water is boiling. Just a tip, very often when you put a cold pot into the water, so it will it will take the temperature down. So either you should wait a few seconds or you can heat the pot up for a few minutes. So when you put it into the water, 
you you put this pot into the into the boiling water, it won't bring down the temperature. So that would be a way to do hagala. Hagala does not have to be done in one shot, meaning you could do half of the keli and then you could turn it and do the other half. It's not like tefillah. When it comes to titling in a mikvah, the entire person or the entire keli has to be submerged in one shot. When it comes to hagala, you don't need that. You could do half of a, a knife uh, in one dipping and if the water level is too low, you do the other half in another dipping. So that would not be an issue when it comes to hagala. Let's say something is not used directly on the fire. Perhaps something is poured onto it. You have your sinks or your countertops. So halachically, at most, all it would need would be iroi. Iroi means you're pouring from a boiling hot water. The easiest way to do it is get a tea kettle or an electric uh, water kettle that you can pour water while it's still hot. The truth is, if the heating element is still in the in the pitcher, that some hold has a din of hagala, which is even a, a higher standard of kashering. That's the easiest way to do it. Probably the safest instead of using pots and pouring it to use a water, uh, a kettle that you could have a nice stream when kashering. If something is only used as a klisheni, you have a coffee mug, well, a mug would be a klicheres, but let's you had a uh, certain dishes that you want to kosher, but they're only used as a klisheni, the halachas, all you have to do is submerge it into a hot klisheni, and you do not need to do anything else. Let's say something is used for cold, so all you have to do is make sure it's clean. You clean it well, and you could use it for for uh, Pesach. When it comes to Haggadah, there's something very important to, to know, and this actually gives people headaches. Those that deal with the community Hagalas, which many of them, to my knowledge, across America have been canceled this year. So one of the issues they have is that people will bring pots that you can't do Hagala to. They'll bring knives you cannot do Hagala to. Why not? So the Ramad discusses that, and this is obvious if you're thinking about chametz, that any time you have grooves in a keli or you have handles that have a place for the food to get stuck in. So then just boiling water is not going to do it because the you're going to still have mamashas, you're going to still have the end, you're going to still have things that are still there. And hagala only works when the keli is entirely clean. But if the keli is not entirely clean, you can hagala will not work. So what does a person do if you have handles or you have a rim around the pot? So if it's a pretty new pot, it's, it's a brand new pot, use it a couple times. So we can assume there's nothing there in between the, the handles or the, the screws. It wouldn't be an issue. But let's say it's been used for a long time. So you definitely have buildup of grease, of, of junk there. So the only way to get rid of it is to actually do libun. You could do libun kal. You could take a, a small blowtorch and you could blowtorch the rims and blowtorch the handles. If you have a gas stovetop, just take off your the, uh, the, the top of the, take off your burner and you have an open flame, you could do it with the handles as well. It does not have to be too hot. But as long as you put it into an open fire for a few seconds, move it around, that would be a way to kosher and make sure that you don't have any issues with your Haggala. Okay, we'll stop here.